0: Aladice is back in paradise. Hello, FPL surgery listeners. On the show this week, we will talk about wildcard game week 31 or later. Who are the premium picks to own right now? And is it time to sell all our Man City assets? We will also discuss Liverpool assets with Jota in our thoughts. The five defenders for the last eight game weeks is Rafinha too good to lose despite the fixtures? And we have some juicy differentials for you to consider. Okay, welcome back listeners to the 209th episode of the FPL Surgery Podcast. You may have noticed this is not Rich aka Flapjack, but it is indeed me, the Iceman, back for a one-off episode as Rich is currently painting Phil Foden's bathroom while secretly installing CCTV cameras. But don't worry, he'll be back next episode. <laughs> we are recording on Sunday the 4th of April and I'm here with the current host who is not a massive letdown, Josh Paxman. Welcome back, Josh. How you doing?
1: I'm good, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, it's nice to be back in the seat for a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's great to have you on again.
0: It's nice to good to prepare for something as well. I've been finding uh, my days. I'm not when you're not preparing for a pod. I don't do as much research, so it has been nice doing the research. But you know, you guys uh, do loads of research every week, don't you? Uh,
1: sometimes, <laughs> if we have the chance, not on Easter Sunday when we're just uh, drinking and eating and drinking and eating. But I'm here. So um, so you're drunk yeah. on an on a Easter Sunday? Yeah, I'm yeah. pissed and I'm full of chocolate. Let's get on with the pod. <laughs> uh,
0: nice, nice. This week's guest is a writer for Fantasy Football Hub. He provides us with the clean sheet and goal scorer odds on Twitter. He has four finishes in FPL within the top 1,000, with his highest being 604, finished 70th in the Sky Game, and is 31st in the FF Scout Hall of Fame records. Welcome back to the podcast, Abdul, aka FPL Salah. Hi hey guys, thanks for having me on. Yeah, nice, to back? Guys nice to have you back, mate. How are you doing this season, and how have you been since you last been on?
2: yeah yeah been doing good also a lot has changed uh, since I kind of last was last on in terms of you know how much kind of content I'm doing for it like FPL wise but um yeah, it's good. the season's going really well'm my live rank at the moment is around about 5k So yeah, I' enjoying quite a good season so far.
0: Yeah, good. And loads of content, loads of articles and stuff going to Fancy Football Hub.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this year I've, I've been really kind of busy, like kind of really engrossed in it. Um, I'm I'm doing about um, two or three articles a week at the moment. Oh,
0: oh nice.
2: Um, so, yeah, and that's just, you know, as, as well as my full-time job. Um, but it's kind of uh, become a bit of a side gig for me. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been it's been quite a busy year.
0: Oh, good. How are you, you getting on this, this game week then?
2: Yeah, so at the moment, um, my live score at the moment is 63. I think United game is just about way to finish, so you'll probably finish on 63. Rank was 8k before the game make and it's gone up to um, 5.1k oh, good. at
0: the moment. pushing for the, that 1k then, is that, is that your main yeah, goal, do you yeah.
2: reckon? Yeah. yeah, I'd say so now, yeah, I'd say I'm kind of um, within reach. Um, I don't know how many points I'm actually behind. Um, I'm forty points behind. Actually, I'm just checking on live FPL. I'm forty points behind one case. So oh, it's yeah, yeah I guess so. I guess That's it's, it's in fifth uh, finish within the
0: top one thousand. Yeah, you, you be have for the you fifth. have got one Very of the best yeah. records.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. I think there's. I mean, I I would really like to get that fifth one because I I don't think there's. I think there's like a handful of managers who've who've got who've only got like five. 1K finishes, so it'd be good to join that
1: list.
0: Yeah, definitely. definitely. Josh, I, I like Tiago Silva this weekend. Did you lose your head over this game week? No. no.
1: All good. It's not, um, good. It's not been it's not been fireworks for me, really, but it's been uh, sort of slow and steady, really. So I'm on 57 at the moment. Uh, rolled my transfer. Didn't make any moves and captained Kane. Got a lean guard Antonio to come tomorrow night, so you know, if West Ham can can beat Wolves, which I don't know, I find it quite tough to predict West Ham. I mean, don't get me wrong, they've been amazing this season, but I never really um, know what to expect. And, you know, Wolves away is a a tough game, whatever, you know, the situation and whatever form they're in. They're always tough to break down. So, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, West Ham can get a good victory there.
0: Yeah, same for me. I mean, I've got Antonio and... Yeah, my game week's gone quite well. I captain Kane, saved a transfer. I, I was going to wildcard this game week and punt on Havarts, but due to the double game week for Spurs and other reasons, I decided not to. So, luckily, because he didn't start and Chelsea had their trousers pulled down. But I am <laughs> I am actually currently on 68 now that Dunker's lost his clean sheet and got. No, 67 now. But I'm waiting for Basuma to score. Has he still got time. No, the game's over. Great. Ah, well, so about 67 <laughs> I'm, But I'm pushing up to five hundred k now. I think so. I'm not. I'm not happy, but I don't think I'm sad anymore. So probably.
1: is obviously coming off your bench. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, Basuma. Yeah, I've got I have two players that didn't play. I think I had um, yeah. Gun Dog and. Someone else, I can't remember now. Uh Strike.
1: Oh, Strick, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of us did, didn't we? I had um, Gunnigan and Cancelo. Just just lucky they didn't come on, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, good game week. Um, okay, last week's guest, the stalwart of the podcast, Alan, has managed to actually gather some stats for this game week, so I'll play them now.
3: Hi guys, Alan back with some stats from part of game week 30 and we're recording in the middle of the Man United Brighton game but I thought we'd take a look at who has performed and who has not so far. We start off with Chelsea v West Brom. Chelsea went down to 10 men in the 30th minute, lost 5-2. The XG numbers though say they put up a pretty good fight with the xg in their favor 2.1 to 1.63 with chelsea chasing their equalizer they actually managed to get into the top three both for shots and chances created and touches in the opponent's half and for crosses they came in the top five this game week Sprom's cause was helped by Mateus Pereira and Callum Robinson being two of this game week's biggest overperformers. They scored four goals in between them for a combined XG of 0.99. It seemed like so far Man City are the only team that got away with rotation after the international break. A solid 2-0 win away at Leicester City. And the XG confirms that impression with the numbers at 0.4 to 1.7 in Man City's favour. Liverpool came back from the international break with something to prove. Their 3-0 win at Arsenal was maybe this game week's most convincing. The XG numbers are about as solid a win as you can get, 2.4 to 0.2. Newcastle United played a 2-2 draw at home to Tottenham Hotspur, which seems very fair considering the XG numbers are 2.6 each. Newcastle could have been a bit luckier if Dwight Gale and Almiron had their shooting boots on. They both top charts for player underachievements this week. Gale at 1.33 and Almiron at 0.76 without a goal between them. Harry Kane though got away with two goals. Looks like a very successful captaincy pick. He had the most shots of the game week with 7 and 4 on target. He's followed by Mateus Pereira with 6 and 4 on target and Chris Wood and Mitrogoal both with 5 and 4 on target. All of these shooters got on the score sheet this game week. Four creative players topped the chances created chart with four chances created each. These are Rafinha, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Reese James and Nathan Redmond. And Reese James does what he usually does, which is bombing in crosses. He yeah, had the most... Crosses of the game week with 11 and 5 being at the target. The teams with the most shots this game week were Southampton with 24 and 8 on target, followed by Leeds with 23 and 8 on target, and Chelsea despite a man down at third place with 18 and 7 on target. These three are also top 4 chances created this game week in that same order. Man City, Liverpool and Chelsea are top three for touches in the opponent's half. And Newcastle, Aston Villa and Liverpool put in the most crosses this game week. And that's it for this game week, folks. Back to you, Man. Thank you very much,
0: Alan. And I just want to note that we have uh, one of our patrons, uh, Jonathan, managed to get Prayer out from third on his bench to now actually come in and gain him that 18 points that he scored. So lucky, lucky Jonathan, but well done for for having (laughs) it. Just to mention with our Patreons as well. Firstly, thank you to all of our patrons. You are brilliant people, including Alan. Andy Portlock, Ron Frosk and Ross from FPL Merch are pledging at the highest tier so they get an extra special mention each week. If you want to join those legends and become an FPL Surgeon Patreon, then please go to patreon.com forward slash FPL Surgery. Okay, let's go back to the headlines. Number one. Wildcard Game Week thirty one or later. Now maybe you're in a position where you would like to wildcard but don't want to end up with like three spurs or you're booking in transfers to transfer some of them out, or maybe you're fed up with your team and need to change it. Maybe you want to benefit from wildcard now, make the most of the remaining game weeks. I know you've got your wildcard, Abdul. What are your thoughts on wildcarding now or later?
2: Um well I <clears throat> I've about to get activated my wildcard. And I I think it's really de- team-dependent. With the news that we have now, with, obviously, the double for Spurs in 32, and, uh, you know, like, there's a potential big game week in 35 and mm. a blank in 36. Obviously, if you're able to hold your wild card, it's probably the, the best move. But, I mean, I think a lot of people have been in a position where they kind of had, like, a, like me, like a Wildcard 31 planned, and they've probably kind of compromised their team. Because with me, I've got a triple leads and yeah. a triple Brighton, for example. Why so, would it have
0: been the best move, though? Why would you say it would have been the well, best move? Well, I'd say because,
2: obviously... With, I mean, you can plan. You can plan for the doubles and well, firstly with with gaming thirty two, um, you know, after that that gaming is over, you don't need to get Son in, um, which I mean, I, if if um if Spurs didn't have that double gaming, I probably wouldn't have had him on a wild card. Mm. So it gives you like a like a a good chance to kind of you know ignore Spurs if you wanted I mean obviously Kane is, is going to be in, in most people's teams regardless but um, you know people might go for like Son or, or, or Regulon uh, you know to kind of um, cash in on the double game week but I don't think they'll probably be too keen on them after the double mm. so that's one reason and obviously with you know with mm. uncertainty with, with the game week 35 because obviously with the Premier League wanting to bring in the fans now for the last games that's going to cause or, or at least one, one more big double game week so I think obviously planning for that could be really profitable, especially if you've got a, a bench boost. Um, if you've got a bench boost and you can wild card in 34 for 35, then obviously you're probably in a really strong position. But um, that, that's why I'd say, I'd say if, just because of the uncertainty, if you have got a good team um, and if you can navigate, you know, from now until 34 without using the wild card, then um, I think it's probably the best thing to do.
0: Yeah, we, we had some... I asked around our, our Slack channel, why are you wildcarding now? And I mm-hmm. uh, had various reasons, like Jeff Pedder said he's doing it now because he wants <laughs> the, his wildcard to have maximum impact potential and, you know, so reducing the weeks left in the season before playing it doesn't feel right for him and he was saying how he has like, you know, three leads and things like that. Ollie Lewinsky was saying how he's doing it because his team was terrible. Emma said he, she was putting it off. She doesn't have a free hit and we Prefer to know if there's a significant double blank at the end of the season. Entity abroad said because it's fun. Simply, that's uh, normally a good reason. Josh, what were your thoughts on on the wild card there?
1: I think you know, th- amongst the Twitter community, it seems that thirty-one. The people that do have their wild card left, it does seem to be the most popular week at the moment. The reason why I don't like it. Is because I think you can get more out of pushing it a little bit further. Obviously, as Abdul mentioned, you know the the, the potential of double game week thirty five is huge. I mean, I'd love to push it all, you know, that far or even you know to, towards sort of thirty three or thirty four. So you were yeah. wildcarding close to it. What I at the moment i'm leaning towards is wild card in game week 32 as opposed to 31 several reasons really i think the main one for me is probably knowing the state of play with regards to champions league and europa league and knowing that who's out and who's in because we're going to have both legs done by then so that's that's key for me in terms of okay great I can triple up on, you know, Liverpool, I can triple up on Chelsea, Arsenal, whatever. You know what the situation is with those teams. You know how much uh, or, or little rotation is likely to be from now until the end of the season. So that's one sort of main reason. I think other factors that come into it, this Man City-Leeds fixture, game week 31, for me is great. But we haven't got a clue who's going to play until, obviously, the team sheet starts gives us an idea when they play against Dortmund midweek so I like the idea of being able to punt on a Man City player for, for game week 31 but then not have to keep them on wild card so it could be maybe like a Mahrez uh, an Aguero or someone that you wouldn't want to keep for the rest of the season? I
0: suppose that depends if you've got the three city, like you, like I have. I've got three city. If I was going to pump on a city player, I have to remove one to then bring one in. So it's a bit of an effort. A lot of people do have that, but if you haven't, then yeah, those players are. are yeah. I mean, I've
1: got, I've got three city, but, you know, in terms of, you know, I think their priorities will lie in terms of getting the best team out against Dortmund obviously depends what the yeah. score is but I can't see them rolling them over too much in the first leg yeah. and therefore you know you wouldn't be surprised if Cancelo Gundogan etc missed out so even selling one of them bringing in the likes of Mahrez looking at maybe Aguero and I'm sure there'll be other options that, that spring to mind once we've seen the team sheet against Dortmund So that those are a couple of reasons I like. Another reason is that um, obviously most wildcards in 31 will be looking at to bring in Sun and Kane, if not three Spurs. They've got a tough fixture at home to United. They'll be looking at Leicester ahead of their good fixtures. They've got a tough fixture away to West Ham. And then I do think there'll be a lot of rotation. So a lot of a lot of players will go for, you know, Salah, Yotta, Trent. I mean Liverpool need to find a groove, don't they? They've just had a great result, but they need to get a bit of consistency going. But I think there will be quite a bit of rotation this week. And yes, yeah, so just for me, I think for 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 those reasons and and there's, there are others but it's it makes sense to push it along to to 32 and I actually feel 32 as well. It's it's easier to go without City on wildcard. Just go with you know Sun and uh, Sun and Kane for example uh, for the double. Maybe a third Spurs that you can easily bench for thirty three, and you're you're in a much better position for thirty three than you are with City and Spurs.
0: Yeah, then why not on the game week thirty three? Just because you've already got two Spurs now. The game week thirty three wild card maybe is that open to you? Are you open to that as a yeah? Potential? I mean, I'm
1: happily. To- I'd, I'd happily push it as far as i could yeah. and what i want to ideally do is the transfers that i make so i've got two two transfers for 30 uh for 31 yeah. what i want to ideally do is to make two transfers that don't back me into a corner for 32 so i've made two transfers that are great for 31 and then you know but equally i'm looking at my team you know with one eye on 32 going okay I don't have to play the wild card then, and keep going. And the closer and closer you get to thirty-five, the better it is. But yeah, I, I, I do, I do like thirty-two, and that's where I'm leaning at the moment. But yeah, I'm not adverse to to keep pushing it if if I feel come game week thirty-two deadline. I've kind of you know teams still looking fine. You know, not too many injuries or or issues to deal with and fires to put out. Um, and for me, really, 32, I think, you know, as long as you've got Kane and Son, obviously for Spurs' is double game week, and really, I think, a Liverpool attacker uh, away to Leeds, so I think, is a nice fixture again. I think, yeah, you'd be in a good position.
2: Yeah, I like your reasons, actually,
1: uh, Josh, for, for, for delaying it. Um,
2: I agree in your position. looking at your team now as well. You've already got Salah. Uh, you said you've got your, your triple City and you've got Antonio and Lingard, um, you know, who have a decent ish fixture next week. I mean they've got Leicester at home, but I mean what I'm saying is you can you can you can definitely get away with, with delaying your wild card. And I think you've got two free transfers as well. So Yeah. Yeah, I think in in your position it definitely makes sense to at least hold out until thirty two. And not only for the reasons that you said, but I think you've actually got quite a decent team for, for next week as well.
1: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, this week I, 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 looked, at, I looked at, you know, what, what move would I make if I had to make, you know, if I, if I was going to back myself into a corner for 31 to wildcard, then what, what move would I make? And I, I couldn't really come up with anything mm-hmm. um, that was, you know, really, actually, if anything, I probably, I probably would have gone Salah to Sun or something like that. And that would have been an awful move so i'm quite pleased yeah just want to roll it and and then just give myself the option and now i think i'll be very unlikely not to uh not to just keep keep going with it and um and and like you said james i think it's um yeah 33 would be ideal wouldn't it and by then you know more information and 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 you know uh, the landscape changes again doesn't it? it as it has done week to week this throughout this you know, crazy season.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's my plan. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I've not got the best of team without Bruno and Salah at the moment. I know that, but I feel like the rest of my team is kind of supporting me currently. I've got Alexander-Arnold, which not a lot of people do, but I've got Aubameyang in my team, which is a little bit of a differential. I was going to remove him this week, as I mentioned. I've got the choice whether to do it next week. I can bring in the likes of maybe Jota this week just to cover that game. Hopefully he will get a, a start just because just seems to be on fire at the moment. You know, I've got the two transfers as well, so I can even bring in another Spurs for that Game Week 32 double then remove them and remove the likes of Son if I don't want him by Game Week 33 and sort my team out then. So that's my thinking at the moment.
1: I think one thing I'd say is that, obviously we're going to come onto it on headline three, but City assets. For me, you know, this week, you know, that City-Leeds is a real a real plum fixture. I just personally, and obviously Abdul, you'll, you'll be able to answer this, just wouldn't even know what to do in terms of where, you know, do you go no city Three city just Diaz because at the moment with that fixture I mean I don't know why they rest why they risk someone like De Bruyne even potentially Gundogan same with Cancelo why would they bother but then at the same time why are you going to want to book in a transfer by owning someone like Aguero or Mares or Foden when you know that it could basically cause you a headache further down the line. Yeah,
2: I think another thing about
1: that Leeds
2: fixture is that, you know, it's it's going to be like, it's going to be very, you know, physically taxing. Everyone that plays Leeds know that it's going to be a really tiring fixture. So, Pep will want a freshest team as possible. Obviously, we don't know the, the you know, the, the first result yet yeah, of, of the Dortmund game. So, you know, it kind of depends on that as well. I mean, you know, but I'm, I'm kind of guessing it's probably, you know, City aren't going to kind of run away with it in the first fixture in the first leg, be highly dependent on the second leg. So... I can I can see like you know a few big names getting rested for that game due to it being you know such kind of you know such a high intensity game, um, and he's going to want you know his, his players fresh as possible for uh, for the second leg.
0: Well, let's let's bounce it on onto um, headline number three then. So, is it time to sell all our city assets? Is it Mad Hatter's asking? Do we need to sell city players with the ever-present threat of rotation and the inevitable vein popping ball-inducing anger that follows? So. He does have a good point. The main person to go for for City, who you kind of feel, feel like is going to get most of the games, is, is Diaz, isn't it? And is it worth selling him? How, how many... Actually, I'll ask you guys a question. How many games do you think Diaz has been benched this season?
2: Um, I think it's zero. I think that the game he was...
0: Is, is literally only one. So he's, he has yeah, been wow. benched for just And just that, one. that was when he was apparently ill, wasn't it? Was he ill, was he? Oh, I didn't actually know that he Yeah, was I'm sure it was...
2: A time where he was—he um, he got was diarrhoea,
0: didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Didn't oh, you were there. You were there. I was. Life. Yeah. Yeah. So he—he he would be the main one. I'd would, I would definitely keep. Like you know, the likes of Gundogan, he—you know—played all the internationals, so you could, kind of were expecting that. But he's not been benched much before. Is it time to sell all of them though? Like, you know, do you just they score so much? But can you just go without all of them Abdul?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd say you probably could go without all of them. Yeah, I mean, the next few fixtures are Dortmund, Dortmund leads in Dortmund, and then they've got the the blank game week right. So you, you you're probably You'll thinking that after uh, after the second leg. Sorry. They got Villa
1: after the second
2: leg. Oh well. uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, they've got Villa, but then they've got the, the blank in game in game 33. Yeah. So what you're thinking is how many? If you're if you've got your triple city, I mean, really, how, how many games are you expecting them? I think Gundogan and, and KDB will at least be benched for for one of those next for for Leeds or or Villa. Or yeah, for, for, for definitely for Leeds anyway. I think you know a few of the big names will, will be benched at, at the moment on my wild card. I've actually got zero City, but if I'm going to keep at least one, it's going to be Diaz. Yeah, um, I, I have kind of played with the idea of getting Gundogan as well, but I don't think if he's benched for Leeds, it's just a total disaster, isn't it? Really? Well, not um,
0: really. You've got wildcards, so you've got those players coming in from the bench. So it's like it's just going to be one game, whereas you might benefit from the rest of the games that he plays.
2: Yeah, but I think with, I mean with with Gundogan for example, I mean. Yeah, he he could. I mean, if he's benched, he could easily come on for a one-point cameo. It's
0: I the mean, same, yeah, same I mean, as KDB, isn't it? So it's the same, same uh, in the same discussion. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, but so like I mean, with, with, with KDB, he's got such a <laughs> such a range of points that he can get. With Gundgren, he just seems to be yeah. Like, still. Yeah, it's, it's
2: tough. It's really tough. As Josh was saying, it's you know it's one of the benefits of holding the wildcard past mm. thirty-one. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just too much of a risk, I think, with the wildcard. I mean, with the defenders, if if you're going for a Stones or a Diaz, for example, you know, you, okay, at least you know that you know if they would bench, they're not gonna they're not gonna come on. Yeah. Um. So you you've you've got a decent
1: bench there, but with the attackers, it's it's a lot more difficult.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely with the attackers, it's difficult because they get that. I one think point.
1: um. I think going without or just going with Diaz though. I think it does make the game week thirty-one captaincy difficult. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's difficult enough going for a City player. And um, trying to predict Pep, but I hope it's be a Liverpool
0: asset, isn't it? On the, yeah, 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 I don't know. Yeah, but are what
1: sandwiched in between two games against Real Madrid,
0: yes.
1: I mean, you know, you the, the, yeah. the thing is, is you're going to go, right, we'll go for Salah or Yota, but Salah and Yota will play both games against Real Madrid, whereas at least with City, you can look at it and go, right, that guy. Got benched against Dortmund, therefore he should play against Leeds. You can't really do that with Liverpool in the same way. If if what I'm saying is if Abdul's going just D as for City, and and let's you know, in my personal opinion, the City fixture is the captainable fixture oh, see, in game week thirty-one yeah. this week. You know, I'm saying if you're veering <laughs> away from that, yeah, I, I agree, it is probably Liverpool, but it's um, and... you know, what, it's still going to be tough, right? Because like
2: the the Dortmund game, right. Gundogan and KDB are definitely going to start that, right? Like you know, the, the two main attackers that you want. So, what is that really going to tell you about them
1: starting at Leeds? You know, I would I, mean? I would put my house on KDB not starting that game. <laughs> he's just he's just come back from internationals where he take started. House. Yeah, <laughs> I think two out of three for Belgium. He's just played eighty-eight minutes against um, Leicester. He's going to play ninety or give or take against mm-hmm. Dortmund. I think he'll be benched. I think Gundogan. <laughs> 50 50 but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if he just rolled out like a, a jesus aguero fern torres except you know yeah. fernandinho nathan ake at the back you know that sort of weak team because yeah. he's like well like you just said it's a really high intensity game i don't why am i going to burn out de bruyne he's, he's not that he's not you know he's a very injury prone player he does suffer from burnout a lot. So for me, that's why I kind of, you know, going back to all my points earlier about I, I love the idea of a punt on a City player. I just hope we can get it right. Um, and I do think it's worth the risk. It's just going to be very, um, you know, some anxious moments before that uh, clean that uh, team sheet yeah. on Saturday afternoon.
0: Yeah. Definitely. I About uh, Diaz, because I did some uh, did some research and, and looked up some information on the five defenders, and I was just looking at wild cards of about 17 teams, and in 17 teams, only uh, five of them had Diaz in. And I was just looking at it thinking, well, it's got to be due to the rotation. Man City, good fixtures, best defensive stats for the season, you know, best on of the last six. Diaz is second overall for points for the defenders, and he doesn't get that many attacks returns. You know, the main reason people are not including him is because the rotation. You can understand it for Cancelo, Stones, Laporte, because they're rotated so much. But as I mentioned earlier, he's only been benched one, and that was because of diarrhoea, according to Josh. Uh, so, <laughs> so, like, the the support of, behind Diaz playing, you get that reliable six points nearly mm. every week. You know, it way, outweighs the fact that he may get benched some games. And if you are on wildcard, you've always got a backup. And if he's not play, he doesn't play. So I think on wildcard, it's kind of a given surely, you know, without thinking about him being benched more than once, which you just don't think is going to happen. They're in what, four competitions and maybe... He will start. They'll probably win them all, yeah. But maybe Pep will start doing things a little bit different. But there is a case of you know, keeping that momentum going, keeping those clean sheets, which Diaz is key to, and I think that includes Diaz in that wildcard selection. Surely.
1: I think the only um, thing I would add to that is I think he is the, the you know outpitch the best uh, and an obvious pick that starts every game. I do think it's. Potentially, the one time in the season that it opens up the question of is now the time for Edison, because you're not sitting there thinking, "Oh, I don't want to use up a City spot if I take Edison," and that's you know I'm going to want yeah, I'm the yeah. one I'm going to want you know three attackers or whatever or two defenders and attack or whatever. So it, you know it's one of those where if you're sitting there and go, "Well, I want to I want a piece of the you know Man City clean sheets and whatnot," you know it could be the time for go to, to go for Edison. There is a... 1% 1% chance probably that he takes a penalty.
0: Um, <laughs> why are we still clinging on to that? As yeah, a, the, the Edison owners are still like, he'll take a penalty this game. He definitely will. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Never. Um, right, so no City assets, no premiums for City. But our second headline was, who are the premium picks that own right now? So if we're not going for City, who are we going for? There's a couple of questions on Southampton. We've got one here from uh, Thomas Kaczarski. He put, great guest choice. Why FPL Salah don't have Salah in his team. and he plans to bring him in up the pod? So direct question to you before we start, Abdul. Why? Why? Yeah. What? Why? Come on. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so, well, well, Salah's departure from my team was was temporary. Um. So I, I got rid of him in twenty. Uh, when was it? Twenty nine? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine. <laughs> um. You know, for for Trossard, uh because I knew that I was <laughs> great. I mean I, Great transfer. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yeah. I mean, couldn't ask for much better, to be honest. But yeah, so like I, back then, um, I, I knew I was going to card in 31, so I thought, you know, I'll get rid of him for Trossard, and then he's got Arsenal away in, in 30, so, you know, I can't get away with it. But he did score, but he didn't go crazy, so it was okay. So yeah, so I, I was always going to get him back in my team. And... Um, yeah, so in my wildcard, he's he's pretty much nailed in in my wildcard yeah. team. Yeah, okay, yeah,
0: that's fair. Enough. Yeah, yeah. There, there's also questions here. FPL booster saying, can Jota cover Salah? So do you reckon Jota does?
2: Um, I, I don't think he can cover Salah. No. no. Um, I, I mean, uh, he's definitely a great asset to get mm. along with Salah, but definitely not to cover him. I mean, yeah. Salah's on ends; he's less prone to rotation. Um, and then they've got a great run coming up. So
0: yeah, true. Josh, thoughts on that? jotta
1: I think he can. Um, yeah, I do. Um, because in the past we've 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 sat here and gone, oh, Mane can cover Salah, and yes, this season he's not. Mane's been you know very poor this season, points perspective wise. But you know in the past he's covered him. He's even he's even had a, a, you know long periods when he's done better than him. And I think Yotta's as good a player as Mane, and and right now. He's the he's the form he's the form player amongst those three. The only thing I'd say about it is, you know, from a price perspective, if Yotta was sat there at you know eleven million, would we be having this the, the, the same doubts about him? I, I do think he can cover him, and I do think it's like it's very similar to Gundogan covering. KDB. If you're struggling for money on the wild card and you're going, I can only fit in three premiums. Who do I go for? I, I think yeah, you can you can definitely make the case for right get Yotta instead of Salah and just stick with that. It means that you've still got a great captain option there for uh, for Liverpool, but it means that you can then you know use your money on on other premium picks where there isn't a more budget option within their team.
0: That's a- Point. I mean, but, looking
2: at them um, I, I would say to that is, I, I do still think um, Jaw is not nailed. Um, nah. I mean, I know he came on the bench and, and scored a brace, but I still think that with with the fixture that with the kind of um you know the fixture congestion that Liverpool got at the moment with Real Madrid in midweek, I, I still think he's one of the ones who who, who will get rested uh, in the league. So I think there's still that risk there. Uh, for that reason, I don't think he's 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 captainable. Um, yeah so. that's
0: what I wouldn't want to do as well so it does it makes you it, you want a, a liberal asset for one of these games for a captain fixture but unless you're captain in Kane for the rest of them um, that's the thing you, you, if you plan out your captains and you're not going on Salah then maybe it's not, not worth it and you can just go Jota that that might be the cover Per se, but if you look at Salah for the season, yeah, he's right up there on, on points. He's I think second for midfielders, is he? I can't yeah. I remember that. Yeah, second for midfielders. So obviously he's still gaining those those points continuously. Jossel just looking at his what he's scored over the season, he has been scoring like loads. Obviously for Liverpool, uh, he didn't necessarily do that for Wolves but well, like he, he didn't start the first few games I think he, he got transferred late that summer and then got 90 then got benched he started the next game then got benched then he started the next three then he got benched then he was injured for a time then obviously he came back and uh, he was on the bench for the first game against Chelsea and then he played two so against Fulham and Wolves and then he got benched against Arsenal so it's that worry about when he's going to get benched I know he scored the, the two against Arsenal which is great and he, he's a player that can do that but yeah, there's just always that that worry, so it's not really yeah.
2: recapturable. Yeah, and just note as well that like in game week six he scored, and then in the next game against West Ham he was benched. Yeah. So I, I don't necessarily see him, you know, scoring as, as a sign that he, you know, he's nailed. I think I think um, Klopp knows when to play him, or he, he's got a way of you know thinking. Okay, he can he can be benched in this fixture, and you know he's he's got like a, a kind of plan to to utilise him basically.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, we also had a question here from Rob Salah on wildcard yes or no Well, there's, it's, it's dependent on who else you've got on your team you can go for him and I think he's a good option so does Abdul I think Josh you, you're probably going to go for him but uh, if you're not able to to go for him Jota is maybe an exception
3: to yeah. team, for instance. I think it
1: all depends on what week you wildcard mm. <laughs> if you know what I mean I think that um, it's very dependent on that and if you can wild card after the Spurs um, double, there's more of a compelling reason yeah. to get him than there is on you know beforehand because you've got a factor Sun in as well as Kane.
0: Yeah, fair enough yeah. We also had another question here Captain hindsight has put three premiums to go for from now until the end of the season and you can't transfer them out. who would they be? Josh, coming to you on this one.
1: I've, Three so if, if we're if we're classing Sun as a premium, which I think we should do in terms yeah. of his price, mm-hmm. I'd go right now, Kane Sun, Bruno. Um you need Kane and Sun for double game week 32. Um, they've already out of Europe. There's gonna be no issues with a rotation there. And me and Rich Flapjack, we did a Patreon pod during the international break. And our Captain sort of hot Kane topic.
0: was the main headline. <laughs>
1: exactly. We literally we went basically the, the, the hot topic that we did. Uh, we always do one big topic for it. Was captaincy from now to the end of the season, and pretty much it was Kane, 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 Kane. And obviously, definitely in game week 32, which I think probably any remaining triple captains will, will, will you know, likely be used. Them. The one that wasn't Kane obviously was game week 33 when they missed when they missed the fixture uh, then they've got you know they blank Um, and and for me it was uh, and and Rich as well it was uh, Bruno away to Leeds uh, that week so I I feel like those are the two essential uh, premiums to own from now until the end of the season I feel like Probably they've been arguably the best two players in the game this season as well, and then Sun just purely because of the double. If Spurs didn't double thirty-two, I wouldn't say Sun at all.
0: Yeah, and Abdul, who are your three?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say
2: the same about if if we got double thirty-two, I would say Kane, Sun, and Salah. Um, yeah. I think um, I think Bruno's more dispensable than Salah. Um, if you look looking at the running um, from now to end of the season, but um, if obviously the just per se, the double wasn't there. I'd probably say uh, Kane, Salah. I mean, for premiums, are like you to go for defenders as well? Like
0: yeah, yeah. Defend. I hope you're not going to steal what I was going to say. Carry on.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'd say I'd say Kane, Salah, and um, Trent.
0: Oh, I hate you. I hate you. they're my three I thought I was going to be quite intelligent and savvy with being like I think TAA through to the end of the (laughs) season would just be a great premium asset to have along with Kane I think everyone needs Kane he just seems to be on fire and non-stop
1: I think the one we've not mentioned is Vardy and the reason I think a lot of people will will look at him definitely next week in sorry game week 32 because their fixture run looks great but we've obviously got a cheaper option in Ian Acho who it's a little bit of a Salah Yotta or a you know KDB Gundogan situation again, uh, but definitely this one is 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 that you know Ian Achoo is definitely not nailed, and I say he's less nailed than Yotta or or Gundogan. Um I just feel like would I captain him, and if I wouldn't, why am I going to spend 10 million on a player that I'm not yeah. going to captain? You know, I'd I'd actually rather even sit there with just Madison and go. You know, because Harvey Barnes is injured; otherwise, he'd be my choice. But I'd rather sit there with Madison to cover the Leicester uh, great fixtures.
0: Yeah, what other premiums are we missing then? So we've spoken about Salah. So De Bruyne is the main one, who I think is should like if he kicks off in the next game, right? So if he plays Leeds and gets like what fifteen pointer or something. Is it going to be? Oh, we should have De Bruyne again. Like, is it all going to change, Abdul? Yeah, I just think
2: we need to see. Like, I mean, for example, they'll go out the Champions League against Dortmund, and he's he's right back on the, on the radar. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think just with all the competitions involved in it, I think you can probably go out without KDB for the rest of the season. Especially when you've got like you know Gundogan there, who's probably just as much of a rotation risk. But yeah. you know, if you look at his value compared to you know like the price difference. You know, he's he's probably a better, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm not really too keen on KDB at the moment, to be honest. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: I just think there's just there's so many other better options out there, you know. Like, if you're looking at especially, you know, price value, yeah, I
0: suppose you um, spoke okay. about that when we spoke about the city assets and it kind of, yeah, mm. that worry and yeah, all going on. Um, There's not really. Uh, yeah, we're not going to consider malaise He's I mean, having a terrible season. Aubameyang uh, plays for Arsenal. Uh, Sterling, not really doing it at all at oh, the moment. Could be an interesting Rashford, one though. Who's it
1: looks, if, yeah. What if it looks to be that he's not? You know, let, let's say you know that they're, they're they're in in Europe and they're I don't know they're playing Foden. I mean. Who uh, I would say their 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 first choice front three is actually is actually n- neither of Agüero or Jesus, and it probably is oh, right, yeah. Sterling, Mares, and Foden. But if they don't choose to go down that route, and he, and Sterling is the one that misses out, he could be amazing between now and the end of the season. But only time will tell, really, and it's it's based on how far they go in the Champions League and and what looks like being Pep's first choice. Yeah. Whoever that whoever that attacker is that keeps missing out, whether it is Mares, Foden, Sterling, whoever it ends up being, will be a great pick between now and the end of the season.
0: We just don't know who it's going to be, yeah. Let's take this moment to talk about the great man who is going to finish his career at City at the end of the season. He's brought us many a hat-trick, many a triple captain. Captain, he has been the man over the years for FPL, one of the greatest FPL players, Sergio Aguero. What do you reckon about maybe a punt at some point it just does depend, but what what did you think of his last game against uh, Leicester? What do you reckon of uh, his stint there? Any good, Abdul?
2: Yeah, I mean, he just he, he seems to have kind of pettered out a bit. To be fair, I've, I've, I didn't actually watch that game. Um, I do not know you got he got, you he got subbed sorry. off. But even sorry,
0: I put you on the spot there. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But
2: um, I just think like he's just too like prone to rotation just now. Yeah. Um, even when he's starting, it doesn't he just doesn't seem like the hero of old. And I know he's had a lot of injury problems this season, um, more than I know he's, he is injury prone. Um, he's, he gets injured every season, but I think this, this season, you know, there's been quite a few different ones. So that's kind of um, hampered him. But yeah, I'm, I'm not too keen. I mean, again, legend of a player. Um, really sad to see him leaving the Premier League, you know, even though he did score that goal against QPR, that won in the league against <laughs> Man United. Oh, you were QPR? No, no, I'm, oh, my, I'm, I'm, oh, United. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, man, you ran that round, yeah yeah so that that moment will live long in memory but yeah still you know FPL wise he's he's been a legend but I I don't see him coming into contention um, at all
0: do you know I think if he he gets the games right because he was looking like he was getting back into it again against Leicester like he missed a couple of shots which you would think he would score so he but he's getting in those positions he's taking those shots if he can carry on playing i've kind of booked him in for my game week uh, 36 transfer newcastle brighton and everton to finish the season and if you know if they want him to go out well i think they will play him josh thoughts
1: i think if you're going to do it um, with wild card in hand i think this week at home to leeds could, yeah, be, could be a very very interesting one but I agree with Abdul. He's not really shown anything. We are. This is purely based on the nostalgia pick of how incredible <laughs> he's been over the years. Oh,
0: just um, if, just if he got like a brace or
1: anything. I don't like the idea of him casting at home to Everton last game of the season. Mm. Everton have been really, really good away from home this season. And yes, I know it's, you know, I, I, I actually spoke about it with Rich like on that pod that I yeah, mentioned yeah, earlier I was about the captains and um, at the time I sort of had this, you know, had me, had me sort of romance glasses on and was like, oh God, wouldn't it be amazing? But then, I thought about it afterwards. I thought Everton are pretty good, and hmm. even though they'll be on the beach, I don't think that'll be a particularly easy game. You know, yeah. so I'd rather put it on someone who's got a bit more to play for. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe this week, but yeah, I think I think you could be right. Maybe a little bit. If He shows a little bit more promise. Game at 36 could be interesting, and um, it's probably one reason why going for Vardy could be interesting
3: yeah, uh,
1: because. Up. A Vardy to Aguero switch yeah, then could be could be really really good, and um, I think that that will be a huge differential for wild carders um, to have two premium strikers because everyone's going to own Kane at the moment yeah. with the double coming up. To go in with two Premier strikers, yeah, definitely something different.
0: It's funny, I wasn't really considering Vardy very much on my wild card, but now that you say that I could switch into Aguero, that makes me sure. want him more. That's weird, isn't it? Right. So,
2: just a quick uh, trivia question. Without looking, how many goals has Aguero scored this season in the league? Oh, two. I've,
0: I've already looked, sorry. I'll, I
2: won't mind. Yeah, so I'll let James answer.
0: I I was two, or was it none?
2: He scored one, was and that one. Was, like, oh, that was... against Fulham. In, and in it was a penalty, two. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Gosh. Yeah, bring yeah, us, or, get him in. Yeah,
2: yeah you're, you're he's playing, not really yeah. had the chances,
1: though, is he? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess. Yeah, he's only played seventy minutes, but. Yeah. Mm. What about Gabriel Jesus? He's the only other player we've not spoken about. He's going to get some opportunities, I think, in the league before the end of the season.
0: That's true, but is he worth a captaincy and uh, that price No, you'd not, want not, to? not a captaincy.
1: But is he? Is he? Uh, if you can say, right? You know, we've got eight fixtures from thirty-one to thirty-eight. And I and I can and I can tell you a city asset that's gonna play start six of them, you'd take them, wouldn't you? Yeah,
0: yeah, you probably would. But
1: And I you? think that could be him or Aguero. I mean he played on he played left mid like left wing the other day, didn't he? Which he, he quite often likes playing in there. So um dunno, just just trying to throw something about.
0: different in. Yeah. yeah. No one to think about. Right, I'm dying for a piss. And finally, uh, back on the podcast, we are going to go to the Iceman's Piss Break, sponsored by FPL Merch All right,
3: mate.
1: Oh. Hey. Having a good night? Uh, yeah, fine, thank you. I'm just watching the game. Oh yeah, me too, me too. Do you like mugs? Um, what like receptacles? Ah, yeah, like coffee mugs. Yeah, mugs. Do you like them? Uh, I suppose. Well, mate, if you play FPL, there's this guy right on Twitter called FPL Merch who makes mugs exclusively for those Belter managers who finish in the top hundred thousand. Right, I'm talking ten k. 50k, 100k, and I'm drinking out of one right now that I got from last season because I did so well. And I don't drink out of anything else. Are you interested, my friend? Um, no, I'm alright, thanks, mate. But if you get a top 100k finish, then why not celebrate with an FPL merch top 100k mug? Mate, no offence, but you are being the weird guy in the pub toilet. Only £10, a brilliant mug to mark your brilliant season. Seriously. Don't worry about it. Thank you, but I've got to get back to the second half.
0: Ah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Okay, and welcome back from the piss break we're going to move on to questions now so we've got a load of questions here so thank you for your questions everyone Uh, one from slack from emma she has put who are the defenders of choice for the last few weeks with man city focusing on champions league arsenal failing to keep clean sheets in weeks chelsea having a rare lapse and spurs letting linton score yeah i thought that was funny is uh, anyone reliable and play and defend and then we had a question here from fpl rodney just saying name the best five defenders to have for the final eight games. So I I looked at this one. Now, usually, as we're partnered with Fantasy Football Hub, I would actually usually go to the Fantasy Football Scout fixture ticker not because I like didn't like the Hubs one or anything, but just because I was so used to the Scout ones. Well, I'm actually now converted to the Hubs one. It is very easy to use, uh, and it uses spread betting odds. So it's not opinion-based, but it uses the bookies data. So I loaded the fixtures for the final eight game weeks, and there's no surprise who's top of that list in terms of uh, defensive fixtures, but it's Man City. Then the surprise team that hasn't actually kept a clean sheet, as Emma mentioned, since game week 21 is Arsenal in second. So this is based on Bookie's odds, remember, so no bias there. Then it's Spurs, then Saints, Fulham, West Ham, Wolves, Sheffield United, Liverpool and Palace are in the top 10 for good fixtures from now until the end of the season. So without question, you need to consider Man United and Chelsea in this discussion and maybe Leicester as well so yeah, we've got loads of options here and I had a look at the, the stats of the season and we all know who's top for the defensive stats and it's Man City, Chelsea, the teams we may not know about is Liverpool, Man U Spurs, Brighton are up there Leicester, West Ham, not necessarily in that order. Best stats for the last six matches I looked so I looked at that list and uh, Chelsea Man United, Man City Liverpool, Spurs, Brighton and Leicester so if you're in all three of those lists then those are the teams that we should be targeting really now looking at the wild cards that I've seen because I asked everyone on Twitter and I asked everyone in Slack for their wild cards and then I just accumulated all those wild cards and then just just to see which was the most and most have TAA uh, Luke Shaw Cody and Rüdiger with, as I mentioned earlier, DS only showing up five times. So TAA was 16 times out of 17. Shaw was 14 times. Cody was six, along with Phillips from Liverpool on six as well. And Rüdiger selected by nine teams. So we'll come back to those numbers a little, a little bit later as well. But only... Six teams for for DS, which really did break my heart a little bit. But let's move it on to uh, Chelsea, and they're in two of those lists that I mentioned earlier. We need to think about Rudiger. So before I actually saw a post earlier about Rudiger, I've just seen that he's had a uh, a scrap with Kepper, apparently. So That's why he was out the team. So I do. I was looking at it like, well, he's been benched for two game weeks after the last three, and with Silva out now suspended after his sending off Zuma having a nightmare in the last game, Riddiger needs to be in our thinking because Chelsea have kept seven clean sheets with him in the team since Tushu arrived. But I know you've mentioned Josh earlier, uh, off, um. Off record, that you, you don't like Ridiger and you don't think that he's gonna get back into the team. Do you think that's right? And do you think this Kepa thing's true?
1: Um, well, I just know that he's had previous issues, you know, as being a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare in terms of the sort of squad. Um, yeah. And 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 you had. I think I think actually his issue actually previously was with um, Aspiraqueta. But yeah, he sounds like he's he's um, a bit of a character, unfortunately. I don't doubt his ability, I think he's a decent defender and he actually would probably be alongside Thiago Silva and, and Azpilicretta, my my choice if we were playing a back three but I think that yeah, it will probably be Christiansen that we look to more now uh, um, It's
0: frustrating because <laughs> we, yeah. we, we just don't know now do we? I mean like, really good not the, the other 4. thing
1: we could do is, is go to a back four but I, Tuchel seems pretty strong I mean It doesn't take any crap. Um, But what's going to be interesting is obviously the terrible result that we got yesterday. Uh, Is he going to change things up anyway because of that? Um, Then there's going to be the rotation um, because of the Champions League games, I, so. I don't think
0: he's going to change it just based on that game. You were all over them till that sending off, until uh, Silver just lost his head. So I think that we he should probably keep it the same. And <clears throat> ideally, if it wasn't for this scrap that we've just heard about between him and Kepa then. You would have thought that Rodrigo would come straight back in for that, but maybe not now. Maybe it will be. I mean,
1: he, he was on the bench yesterday, so it can't be. Uh, it can't be that bad. Yeah, and I think you said the source was um, Fabrizio Romano, who's there isn't many better sources on Twitter in terms of fact. So yeah, great source, but um, yeah, just be interesting to see what what happens in the coming coming game weeks, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, Chelsea fixtures are Palace, Brighton, West Ham, Fulham, City, Arsenal, Leicester, Villa to finish the season. Yeah, you can definitely see about four clean sheets within all that. I mean, Aspie, he's one to think about. He's 5.9, whereas Rudiger's 4.7. That's the the price jump. Is he going to be worth it? Abdul, do you think worth it on a Chelsea defender?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean... Like the, the result against West Brom has not really put me off, to be honest. I Think also that was like a one-off. Yeah. Uh, I still think there are the defence to target and then the season running. <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'm definitely, I'll, I'll definitely be getting one of the defenders. So I'll probably be getting Mendy. The second defender is a bit up in the air because Aspi is is quite expensive. But I think if you're going for a double, it has to be Mendy and Aspi because I mean nobody else has nailed, it and then we've got this Rud got a problem as well now. But yeah, um, to answer the question, definitely targeting Chelsea defence.
0: Yeah, just just a list there. Mendy as well. He was like 14 selected in the wildcards that I saw. Yeah, highly selected. He's probably the one to go for there. Um, how much is he now? 5.2 is it? Uh, so yeah, not a bad keeper to go for. Yeah, 5.2. <clears throat> yeah, so mo- moving on to Arsenal, who was second in that... Good fixtures list, but, um, I don't really think anyone could, should consider Arsenal's defence, not just because not keeping a clean sheet since game week 21, but just due to the rotation. The only one that you think is nailed on is, is Tierney, and he's out injured at the moment. There is Leno, but as, as mentioned, no clean sheets, and it's just a stay away for me altogether with the Europa League coming in there. Although I did see something on Slack that was shared by Helmo. At low FPL TSB on Twitter, the best goalkeeper rotation is Leno and Martinez. So if you had both. Until the rest of the season, you would play Fulham, Sheffield United, Fulham, West Brom, West Brom, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace, and Brighton. Now you can't get much better fixes than that. But this is a question regarding defenders, so you wouldn't really that's, consider that's
1: the, uh, Jonathan Jonathan the uh, the FPL very differential. He was on the pod about three four weeks ago. Oh, that's
0: that's uh, Jonathan. Is it low FPL TSP? Oh, I didn't yeah. Know oh, nice. Yeah, well, it was a good share from him. Uh, would you consider any Arsenal defenders though, Josh?
1: I'd I'd be all over Tierney, yeah, if he was um if he was fit. <laughs> I think he's looked great recently. And yeah, they have got some some really, really good fixtures defensively. Um, you know, four four of the next five look fantastic. And I think um he's he's a he's a pretty fit player in terms of I think he can handle both the Europa League and uh, and the Premier League. So, I think he'd, he'd definitely be, you know, one that I'd be considering if I was wild-carding in 31.
0: He'd be the only one, though, but as he's out injured.
1: I think so, yeah. The other <clears> ones are, are either pretty dull or not nailed, Yeah, really. You know, Leno's a shout But as for defenders, yeah, just Tierney.
0: Yeah, Abdul?
1: Yeah, I
2: mean, I had Tierney marked down as well, but he's, I mean, depending on his injury, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, the thing is, the Arsenal's run... Up until end season is just amazing. I mean, yeah. they've just got such. I mean, I know they've obviously you probably know more than me, James. Like cause you're an Arsenal fan, but yeah, they've not been good defensively. But if you just look at their fixtures, you know, Sheffield United, Fulham, Everton home, Newcastle, West Brom. Yeah. Then they've got Chelsea, which is the only tough fixture, and then they've got Crystal Palace and, mm-hmm. and Brighton. I mean, I don't know. I think it, I mean, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be against going for a Leno if you if you want to be yeah. like a, a you know like a. Just if you're going for the single keeper with um, you know like a backup of a four million keeper, um, Leno, you know, he's he's just got such a good run. Um, So I wouldn't be against that either. I wouldn't be against picking up Leno.
0: Yeah, some people are looking at likes of Holding. uh, I think some have looked at.
2: Yeah, what's your what's your view on Holding actually? Because I did notice he's only four point two and he started the last game. Yeah, I, he... I do like him
0: as a player. The, I mean, the problem is you just don't know who's going to be paired up in that sort of that partnership now. Like, you know, he's, he gets, he's not
2: a guitar, is he
0: not is he? Anyway, he could be if he gets going. Like, you know, he he has played a load of games in a row this season for Arsenal, and then mm. he got injured, so he came out, and now he's back. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's,
1: he's back. He played one game because David Luiz was out, in my opinion, and they lost three 0 against Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't see him staying in the team
2: personally
0: no, he could do <laughs> that's the other thing but you it, think? no one knows and, you know I'd, with
1: Europa I'd, League I'd love him to be I'd love him to be fit to be honest
2: I'd love yeah them to I say. suppose the, oh, way the, Four
1: the factor. <laughs> it's about how far they go isn't it yeah you know they've got Slavia Prague next so, oh, okay.
0: Uh, It's okay or not he gets paired up with uh, Gabriel or not I think, yeah, who knows Mari has been playing well as well you've got Chambers that's taken over that right back slot you know Cedric was playing well Tierney seems to be out mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, you know who knows just stay away is uh, the key unless unless and fit then he will be the only one let's move on from Arsenal okay so who were next in that list of good fixtures? Spurs so they were in all three of the lists that I gave earlier in terms of form season and last six games do we consider them I think we should consider them I mean their defence did look awful against Newcastle for the first 30 minutes even as Emma mentioned even Joe Linton scored against them but can we consider the likes of Regulon or, or Sanchez thoughts josh i
3: think
1: regular on, yeah is an option it's just game week 33 really yeah. That's it's a bit of an issue there the blank they, I they prefer, spurs uh, blank I'm, game
0: week 33 if, uh, yeah sorry
1: yeah um that's that that'd be the, the, the problem for me if i was going to want in on that defense i'd rather look at loris as a second goalkeeper yeah and then you've not really there's not really causing you any problems if you if your other keepers Plays in thirty three, but yeah, it's just another play you've got a bench along with Sun and Kane and whatnot. So yeah, not not for me.
0: Yeah, same and Abdul.
1: Yeah, I think just it's quite problematic that they've got Man United
2: and Everton, and then they've got a blank. But then after the blank, their fixtures are, are really good till the end of the season. But I don't think there's anybody actually really nailed in that back line. Not even not even regular. No. Um, maybe the probably the most nailed at that. Outside Loris is Sanchez, but yeah, it just doesn't, uh, they don't appear to to me to, at all, to be honest.
0: Sanchez's not really got any uh, attacking output. either. Nah, he's not had anything on the season for attacking uh, stats. No. Okay, so, so no spurs there. So let's move it back to Trent Alexander-Arnold. So he's in everyone's thinking now, which is unfortunate for me because I've owned him since game week 22, but uh, for a good reason. Two nine-pointers and a 12-pointer in his last five. You know what he's capable of in terms of attacking output, bonus magnet. He's got seven shots in his last six, 16 chances created, which is top for all defenders. Liverpool are in all three of those lists, which I, I listed earlier. Good fixtures, good defensive stats for the season, and good for the last six. It's mainly the price point that puts people off. And the worry that Liverpool could go back into that slump where they would kept conceding, you yeah, know, making it feel like it's a waste of funds. But yeah, they have had some players missing. They still have some players missing. But I do think they looked really good against Arsenal. They were comfortable for the whole game and Arsenal didn't really get a sniff. Uh, I think Liverpool, I think they are very investable. Not seen anyone mention Kabak at all, but Phillips, he's played five out of the last six, four mil defender. Their fixtures are Villa, Leeds, Newcastle, Man United, Saints, West Brom, Burnley, and Palace to finish the season. Now they're pretty good fixtures, other than the United game. What are your thoughts on on TAA then, Abdul and uh, the Liverpool lot?
2: Yeah, I mean TAA is obviously a great option, but as you're saying, the the price point is is quite offputting. I mean, that's if you're on a wild card. I mean, I think it's I think if you've got a really high team value and you can afford them, then yeah, but. For me personally, um, I've got quite a moderate team value and I don't really see any any room for him at the moment. Um, but I do think he'll score really well um, from now until the end of the season. As I said, if you can afford him, great player. But I think, I mean, you mentioned uh, Nat Phillips here, who, at four million, he just, if he's nailed, this, he just seems a bit too good to be true, you know what I mean? At four million. Yeah um Liverpool defender with those fixtures. So, he he's currently in um, my my wildcard draft. Um, not Phillips, but yeah, I, I still need to look into how nailed he is. Um, not not
0: looked at Robertson at all or, or Quebec.
2: No, Robertson's like the same price point as as Trent. So, like they're kind of in the same basket. So, yeah. no. And um, but if I was to go for one of the, the premiums, it'd be Trent because I think he's he's looking on it at the moment. I mean, Quebec. To be honest, I've I've not really considered. Um, I'm just looking at his minutes played. I think game week 27 he didn't play. Was it was he injured or was he dropped or? Josh.
0: Uh, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm not what sure. game yeah, week uh, 27 he he didn't play. Um, so I, I don't know how nailed he is uh, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think Nat Phillips up you know at one million less um, looks just as nailed. But again, it's something I'll I'll need to look into uh, from a wild card yeah, if,
1: yeah, no, I'm not entirely sure about i sure about that one. I think you know, you're right, Phillips. Though is four million. I mean, you know, you got to remember every week you're aiming to play three defenders, aren't you? You know, yeah. so to have him sat there at four million, it enables yeah. you to do a lot more with your money.
0: But is, if it, is it worth the double up if you, if you really like TAA? You know, I've listed good stats. We know how good he is. He's scoring well. TAm Phillips at the same time is that doable?
1: It means you, it means you can't get Salah and Yotta, doesn't it? Yeah. So I'd say no, personally. I'd yeah. I'd, I'd be yeah. I think you've got to go. <clears throat> I think Trent's a lock for me personally, but I'm not yeah, sat here playing my wild card. Now Deliz, so he he know he know better than me right now because he's sat there tinkering and uh, you know knowing what he needs to do. But he he will likely be in mine, uh, Trent. And yeah, I'd, I'd definitely want to take at least one attacker and leave the third spot open rather than you know use Phillips, who let's be honest is going to be sat on my bench most weeks. I'd rather I'd rather go for a nail defender, is you know. Four point five or whatever. Who's not going to use that spot up? Really.
0: Yeah. Coming back to you on that one. After all, I'm going to push you a little bit more on that. You you say that you can see him scoring well until the end of the season, Trent. But yet you're not going to have him in your wildcard. You must have better options elsewhere. Do you not feel like maybe he is going to be the highest scoring defender from now until the end of the season?
2: Yeah, he he might be, but I think i kind of. I mean, when you look at when you're playing a wildcard, you have you have to look at the the whole team. Um, you know, like the value of each position.
0: Just sound like and excuses. Like you don't, what, uh, what's wrong? T A. Well, come on. For, for example,
2: if if I want T, if I want Trent Alexander, I'll, I'll need to drop Bruno basically. I see later, Bruno. Um, that. Yeah. That's that's the issue, and I may still do it. I mean, if if I do drop one of my my premiums, it will be Bruno who goes. Um, cause as I said, Salah and Kane um, are, are locks in my team. So, if I, if I do decide to go. You know, Salah, Salajota and Trent, then, you know, I'll have to drop Bruno. So that's that's something yeah. that I've, I've not really decided yet and not really thought much about because obviously, I mean, we're, all, we're still into, we're still not finished the game week. So just something I really need to think about. But um, when I'm looking at my drafts, um, that is the conclusion I've came to. So it's why I've kind of um, gone off Trent, you know, not because, you know, I don't think he'll score well, just sim- simply just because at the moment
1: I can't fit him in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is still. The case that yes, while he's look great attacking wise, they are still got you know Quebec and Nat Phillips as their two centre backs. They've got no Jordan Henderson. Mm. So, you know, it's still a very weak in Liverpool team to be spending seven point three million on a defender for. And I'm sure by the game Just week deadline he'll be points. Yeah, but it's I, I, I think he's a lot for me. But I, I do see I do see the argument against him. I mean, he's not. It's not one of those players. that I'm like, I think you must have him on wild card because, yeah. you know, dropping dropping him down to some of the fantastic options around the sort of five five point five million mark. <clears throat> you know, that that two I million mean, can go a long way in terms yeah. of uh, you know. Getting uh, getting some better. I, I better was play. just
0: trying to make it difficult for Abdor to make him uncomfortable a little bit. let's move on to Shaw. So he's in a lot of teams and obviously for a good reason. He's actually joint top with TAA for chances created over the last six on six teams as well. He gets forward so well. He just randomly charges into the box for no reason sometimes. You just see him up there. You think, well, what's he doing there? And he, he still looks a little bit fat, but it's not fat. It's like built muscle <laughs> or something, isn't it? Like, he is a strong he does, guy. Like, I've heard oh, he's
1: benches though as well so. i saw him taking his, his court earlier and i was mm. like how is he like you know <laughs> he moves this quickly, desirable right? yeah. desirable fpl asset that we all talk about it just just doesn't look it but yeah no he's been amazing this season yeah, he's, he's, oh, he's reborn isn't he
0: yeah.
1: i think he's yeah he's he's very very attractive option to go for
0: yeah united with four straight clean sheets before the brighton game and, uh, you know, they're listed in the free lists I mentioned earlier. Their fixtures are, so they've got Spurs next, and then they've got Burnley, Leeds, Liverpool, Villa, uh, Leicester, Fulham, and Wolves. They're not bad fixtures to finish the season. So I do think that, uh, Shaw, what is he, Five point one two now? 5.2, isn't he? Um, I do think he's, he's a good mm. option. Is he in your wildcard team at the moment, Abdul?
2: Yeah, yeah. From oh part, he, Oh, that's yeah. he's that's five point three. Yeah, he, he currently is. Um, as you're saying, he he's just been phenomenal attacking attacking wise. As you're saying, he just he's getting in the I mean, his 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 crosses. I mean, I think the quality of his crosses are probably you know the best of any defender in the league. To be honest.
0: What. Taa, do you, do you just hate Taa today, or where what have we got? What's okay,
2: okay, okay, maybe yeah, yeah um, exception. Thank taking, you. I mean, as a United fan, maybe being a bit biased, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's up there with you know the quality of crosses, and he's 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 getting in the goal goal scoring positions as well.
0: Yeah,
2: he's good, yeah. Um, I I do like their fixtures as well up until the end of the season. They've got, I think, on like yeah, the, the Spurs game is tough, but I can easily see them keeping a, a clean sheet in that game to be honest. Um, they seem to have yeah. a good record against, uh, you know, the top six in terms of keeping clean sheets, and then the only really tough game I'd say um, is Liverpool. Liverpool yeah. Um, hmm. But yeah, uh, he he's currently in my team. I really like him as an option. Yeah. I, I, I you know i probably say he's he's pretty much locked in my in my wildcard team actually. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah, I, yeah, I think let's let's move on. Let's not talk about you know I play for too much longer, you'll get too excited. So Wolves is <laughs> the next team to talk about. I mentioned earlier uh, a lot of chosen Cody in their wildcard drafts. Now mm. I don't they don't really have good stats over the season, Wolves, and like they don't have good stats over the last six either. It's mainly the fixtures that people are drafting in Wolves players, in my opinion. You know, they've got Fulham, Sheffield United, Burnley, West Brom, Brighton, Spurs, Everton, then Man United. So, you yeah, know, the first uh, five games there look pretty tasty. Now, yeah, in my opinion, I think they can concede in every one of those games, really. So I, I wouldn't be rushing to bring one of them. I mean, Cody's priced at 4.8. So just that little bit too high to want to definitely bring in. I'm not saying he's a bad option, but... Uh, just doesn't appeal to me as much as it has others. Like you know, you've got the other teams like West Ham, Fulham, Brighton, and Saints. Maybe maybe provide better options. Maybe West Ham with at 4.6 and Dawson 4.5. What do you reckon on that, Josh? With um, with Wolves and their team.
1: Well, one thing I'd say about Wolves is their fixtures are amazing, but every season we get into the same situation with Wolves. We look at their run and we go oh yeah you know they're going to be great we've got to invest in all these walls assets and they always seem to really disappoint against the weaker sides and then turn up against the big boys and the top six and always seem to 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 get you know their fpl points against you know arsenal and liverpool and city in the past and, and whatnot so yeah, I, I just just bear that in mind. You know, I think someone like you know, I know, I know we're talking about defenders right now, but like someone like Neto, you know, I think that on paper it's great. They've got an amazing fixture on there from thirty-one to thirty-five. Fulham away, Sheffield United at home, Burnley at home, West Brom away, Brighton at home. Incredible fixture, one. But for me, I just think. It's similar for the defense. You know that they could quite easily just, yeah, concede one goal and, and that'll be that gone. And there's so many amazing fullbacks uh, in the game at the moment. You know, we've already spoken about a number of them, and what they can bring both in terms of their goal threat, assist threat. You know, most of them are absolute bonus point magnets. Um, I don't really get the same vibe with. Walls defenders but I do think if you were going to go for one it's got to be Cody, to be Cody yeah. it has just because of just because of how nailed he is you know and he's changed is... the
0: way he's playing as well well yeah I think
1: it's ever since that England that goal for England I think um I don't know why it took took that for uh, Nuno to, to suddenly think uh, you no know, maybe he can actually beat go up for corners and free kicks but um I think, you know, Sice has been the more attacking, goal-scoring, you know, defender in the past. But I think you never know when he's going to spring a surprise and play Kilman or play Dendonker at the back or whatever. So, yeah, Cody would be my choice out of, um, out of them. It, but I think it would be, on wild card, I think it would be quite a nice option to sit there as a first sub. You know, they've got a great run of fixtures, you know, but you've probably got more exciting defenders to start in your team, and at four point eight, it's 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 not like you know it's not super cheap, but it's not also breaking the bank to be sat there as a first sub.
0: Just a little bit too high for me, I think, Abdul.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think there's
2: much to add to what Josh has said. Um, he's pretty much covered it. Um, yeah. The only the, the only one I would consider to get in is Cody. And just one thing to note as well, Nuno N- N- did say um, that would he's. Something along the lines of they're trying everything, you know, to get him to score more goals. So, yeah, yeah. you know, he's he's obviously, you know, be, you know, getting up there and a lot more attacking and probably is as a better option than Sais now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I was, if I'm going one of the walls, I think it will be Cody, but I just it just doesn't really fill me with any. You know, aspiration they can be many points. Let's move on to like Brighton have had like the good stats most of the season. Everyone knows that. We've been harping on about it all season. They've just not really produced the clean sheets which they should have. Problem is they do have fixtures which are just terrifying to finish the season. So I can't really see anyone there that you would want to have in your five. Abdul? Anyone for Brighton?
2: Yeah. I mean I mean maybe you'd you'd want Veltman as a as a bench cover. Yeah. He's only 4.3, but yeah.
0: Oh, is he only 4.3? No. God, I'm out of the loop with that one. I just thought it was 4.5, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it would just be a bench option, maybe play in one of those games, Josh. Yeah.
1: No, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother going with a game of them just from a fixtures perspective, really.
0: Yeah, what about West Ham then? So, yeah, they're on two of those lists I mentioned earlier. And I did mention Kufa at 4.6, Dawson 4.5, Cresswell is 5.9. Expensive, but he's top for the defenders for points of the season. They've got Leicester, Newcastle. Then they've got a tough game against Chelsea, Burnley, Everton, Brighton, West Brom, and Saints to finish the season. So they're kind of enablers. It could be good, uh, Josh.
1: I think with fixtures right now, I think Creswell at five point nine is a bit steep. I do like Dawson at four point five though to sit mm-hmm. there and use him for the good, for the good fixtures for sure. Uh, I mean they've obviously been great defensively this season. He's you know as good as Suchek, really from set pieces. So you get you get the attacking threat and the and the uh, and the clean sheet. So I think yeah Dawson right now would be my pick. But it obviously, again, depends on when you're wildcarding because a little bit further down the line, say, for example, if you're in 34, once you've got the Leicester and Chelsea games out of the way, yeah, you probably would go for Ch- for Creswell. And Creswell is a similar mould to Shaw, Trent in in the sense that, you know, big, big, big chance creation and therefore... You know, has got is a, is a bonus magnet. The way the bonus system works for um for full backs that are on set pieces, it absolutely loves them. And, um, you know, they keep a clean sheet. There's, there's a very good chance of them coming away with three bonus along with it. He's the highest, highest scoring defender in the game as well at the
2: moment. Yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah, okay. um, would reckon on West Ham assets. Yeah,
2: I think Creswell right now is, is too expensive, um, and just with the fixtures, I just, I just think there's just too many better value options elsewhere.
0: So, so what other enablers would you go for then? So we've spoken about a load of teams there. Is there the likes of Fulham or Saints? Are they in your thoughts or anyone else?
2: No, I mean the enablers I've been looking at of. I've mainly been in in the defence holding and Han Phillips. Yeah, yeah, so obviously really not convincing them at the moment. So I'm going to look into it a bit more. But oh, I mean, I mean I'd, I'd say Veltman is, is a good enabler because your yeah. enabler is going to sit on the bench most yeah, games anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, just to be kind of hold upon. I mean, maybe if you've got Dallas in early, uh, you know, um, four, you know, when you got him at 4.5, he can That's just true. be sitting on the bench, you know, for the next three weeks and then they've got a good run um, from 31 onwards. So...
1: That's yeah. exactly what I was just about to say.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I got I got him at 4.5 and um I think he's he's a hold for me probably because they've got three horrendous fixtures 31 33 and then apart from Spurs in 35 the, the other four great Brighton Burnley Southampton West Brom.
3: Yeah.
1: Um so I think yeah definitely a Leeds defender obviously Dallas being the obvious one. Is 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 a good option. I mean, you can never sort of completely turn your nose up at a, a cheap Burnley defender on the bench, really. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got some attractive fixtures Newcastle at home, Wolves away, Fulham away, Sheffield United away. Thing is, Chuck
0: Taylor was benched, wasn't he? Or he came on. Yeah, but asked.
1: Peter's got injured, so yeah. he came on for him. <clears throat> Loughton's same price now. So they, um, you know, they're four point four. Again, you know, they're 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 very trusted. Um, always going to start great fixtures. You can see them picking up a few clean sheets. Yeah, on four point
0: four. He could be in neighbor. Yeah, I can take that one. Um, so, who, who are you five? I've, I've just list my five type of thing. So, I, I think I'm going to stick with Diaz. It will be TAA. Uh, I think, sure, they're my must. I did have Rudiger in there, but before this fight instance, and then it would be either the likes of Dawson or Phillips if I was risking a Liverpool and only going for the one attacker. What about you, um, Abdul? Who are your five? Um,
2: so, assuming assuming... Tierney's and he's injured. I'd, I'd go Asp, Phillips, Shaw, and uh, Diaz and Dallas. So that's probably the, yeah. that's the five I've got at the moment. Again, it's early days, but I think Subjected that's what. I've,
0: to change, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, Josh
1: uh, definitely go Trent, Shaw, Asp. I think they'd be my three sort of you know start yeah. most weeks. Um, for my team I go Dallas and Cody because I'd feel comfortable benching them a bit more. Not too much money on the bench. But it would be a real shame, I think, to miss out on Tierney. If Tierney's fit, I think he's a fantastic option from this week, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, good choices. Right, let's move on to our, our next question then. So we've got one here from Mad Hatties, but it's a simple one. Salah and Gundog or KDB and Jota? Abdul, which one? You have to choose.
2: Yeah, Salah and
1: Gundog. I think that one's quite easy for me.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, Josh?
1: Oh, it's so tough. Um, <laughs> right now, yeah. for game week 31, Salah and Gundogan, because I don't think KDB is going to start 31, but beyond then, I'd probably go KDB and Yotta, because mm. I think Yotta will cover Salah better than Gundogan will cover KDB.
0: Yeah, I think I'll go Salah and Gundogan, because I know I'd want to captain Salah.
1: Or, or, or actually, probably J. the best option is... Sana Sar- and Yota, <laughs> <laughs> so the City option. Yeah. Can we go
0: with that one? Yeah, fair. Yeah. Uh, right. So next question is from our Torito, has put uh, best keeper choice till the end of the season. Without keepers rotation, is Leno a good option? Abdul, do you think Leno till the end of the season?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I talked a bit about it earlier. I, I, I think, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be against going for Leno until the end of the season.
0: But yours is on Mendy at the
2: moment, is it? My, I'm on Mendy. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, I think Leno's five and Mendy's five point three now or five point two. But yeah, I think because Mendy's there, you, you probably go with him instead of Leno. But I mean, if you're kind of struggling for cash, or if you say you've got you're going for two Chelsea defenders, then I, 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 I'm really not against going Leno until the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll go for the Mendy option. What about you, Josh?
1: I wrote down seven goalkeepers when I looked at this question. Um, yeah, I know, not far off half of the uh, the league's goalkeepers. Just ones to consider. So as I, as I mentioned earlier, Edison I think is an option now for the first time in this season, really. Mendy, yeah, definitely agree. Leno, uh, Lloris because of the double. Yeah. Patricio, great fixtures. Martinez, just because he's the goat of goalkeepers this season. Yeah. And, um, and Schmeichel because they've got good fixtures as well.
3: Yeah.
1: I think my choice would probably be Edison and obviously someone who plays 33, who's got the right fixture that week alongside him, or, uh, or Mendy
0: yeah fair. yeah it's a good choice we didn't really speak about less than much during the defender section but the, is there anyone from defense like I, I know some people have chosen amati he's a bit too much of a risk but um mm-hmm. anyone there which you would consider from
1: i'd say
2: um Fofana's is probably the best defender um mm-hmm. i think it's Cust- probably the Custani most nailed I, I don't know how nailed Castagna is mm-hmm. um i mean he's yeah he's, he started yeah i think Castagna's probably because he started the last 5. Uh, six 7, there, isn't
0: it? So, yeah
2: he yeah, it's, it's quite expensive but I mean when you're looking at price you probably look at Fofana who's at five million or, or maybe even if you wanted to go for a goalkeeper Michael, but
0: yeah
2: Um but yeah from the defense I mean young Chu is probably the best option but he's he's got Covid so I
1: don't know how long that's gonna go on for but They're just all um, really dull picks aren't they <laughs> I mean yeah. Ricardo Pereira would be incredible, but he's, for some reason, been dropped recently. So, I don't know what's happened just there. Just tens and as well. Yeah. I I'd, I I'd, I'd just avoid, yeah. If you really want down in that defence, just go Schmeichel. You don't need to worry about rotation. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. since over his time in the Premier League, you know, he's done pretty well over the years as a keeper. He likes to penalty save now and again as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, It kind of answers half of Harry's question. FPL Tips has put, uh, with Leicester fixture swing, which one of their assets do you think are best from defence all the way through to attack? So I think it's the obvious ones in attack, isn't it? It's the likes of of Vardy. Ian Acho is definitely making a case for himself at the moment. Madison's just come back, so he's going to be in contention. Those would be the three for me. I don't think I would look at anyone else. Uh, What about you, uh, Abdul?
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I think defence either Fafan or Schmeichel, then Madison's only really viable midfielder with Barnes injured.
0: Yeah.
2: And then, an actual RD, Yeah, it just yeah. depends on just, what, you, what you can afford.
1: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I've never been a big one with Leicester, as no, I've same, uh, mentioned yeah. a few times before, but yeah, do go I think... <laughs> I think Iannaccio would be the one at the moment, just from a, for, from a price point of perspective, really.
0: Yeah, fair. Right, la- last question before uh, we go to the feedback. So, FPL Harvey Specter has put, should we keep Rafinha? These play City, Liverpool and in the next three. That is the big question on wildcard. And what about you, Abdul? Have you got him on wildcard? Have you kept him or you got rid
2: of him? yeah. Yeah, currently I don't have him. Um, but again, that's another one I've not decided yet. He, he could be somebody that I don't get in my wild card, but I bring him in when his fixtures pick up. Yeah. But um, I definitely think if you've got the budget there, uh, if you've got like a high team value, um, and you you can use him as a fifth mid, uh, you know, for the next three game oh, yeah. weeks on the bench, then he's he's um, yeah he's justifiable. I think to keep him because his his stats are amazing. I mean he's. He's he's kind of putting up stats, you know, the same as like like a, a nine million pound midfielder. So yeah, he is kind of you know grossly underpriced. So yeah, I really
1: like Rafinha, and if I do lose him, it, it'd be through gritted teeth. Yeah, just I've not owned him at all, so I'm probably the worst person to ask this question. <laughs> he's been the one, the one sort of devil on my shoulder that I've been uh, worried is going to uh, explode every week, and I think this was. Touch wood, The last week I had to worry before um, you know their their poor run of fixtures. I think what Abdul said really. If you've got if you've got the um, budget, good team value, or if you got him at a rock bottom price, you know before he started to to rise, then yeah, I think he could be worth keeping on the bench for the next few weeks before their run eases and they've got a good fixture swing
0: again I'm, I'm going to go totally against that I don't think you should keep that amount of money on your bench it's, I think it's just silly the, the amount of players that you can invest in so only one double digit a haul for the season Rafinha I'm afraid you're gone for me now let's move <laughs> on to the feedback box so Mark, this is M. Bison 22, Josh, is it Mark? it is I'm indeed sorry. Thank you, Mark, for your feedback. Good job, Doc. Really enjoyed that episode and helped numb the boredom of the international break. That was the last episode with Alan on. So thank you for that, Mark. So we'll move on to partner chat now. So Mikkel has provided us with a wildcard to use for Game Week 33, and quite an interesting one. Uh, He's Kept hold of Martinez and he's got Forrester. Uh, he's got Aspie, Shaw, Regulon, TAA and Holgate at the back with Salah, Lingard, Son, Readerworld and Neto in midfield. Dominic Cabot-Lewin, Kane and Antonio up front. And his reasoning is supplied with the potential budget Double Game week players, Readerworld, Holgate and Forrester. Uh the only one sorry to miss out from the algorithm algorithms top options here is Bruno, but you can't have them all and the full squad is in good shape, important for the run-in. Salah over Fernandez due to the short-term need of captain. So yeah, there is that captain question there. And if you want to find out more about Mikel, it's Mikhail TopVans algorithm, patreon.com forward slash transfer algorithm. Uh, we are also partnered with Fancy Football Hub, who Abdul writes for and has been given the exclusive sign-offer of Surgery15. So if you go to fancyfootballhub.co.uk, you can sign up there for 15% off. And we're also partnered with FPL Doodles, at FBL Doodles1 on Twitter, who does the artwork for the pod release tweet. Right, Traptins. You You're not just going to say Caney, Josh, because uh, listen to the uh, Patreon pod and that's all you said. So anything different for this week for your, for your Traptins?
1: Well, definitely not captaining this week at home to United. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've got two transfers and it will be all about the City team sheet against Dortmund for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, whoever gets benched in that game, feel confident to look to for the captaincy for game week 31. Um, and then I need to work out, obviously, who I'm selling from City to bring them in. But yeah, just need to make my team a bit stronger, really, for 31, and keep pushing that wild card along.
0: Yeah, good. And Abdul.
1: Um,
2: so, in is that your cup? Your captain? And oh, your transfer,
0: transfer, transfers and captains. So I thought everyone knew by now. Yes, yeah, so I'm,
2: I'm, I'm. I'm on a wild card this week, so.
0: Oh yeah, what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could could you just uh, let us know what your um, what you've got on your wildcard at the moment? You've given us your your five at the back, yeah. uh, your keepers. Um, so midfield and attack.
2: Yeah. So at the moment, I've got Salah, Bruno, Son, Yota, and then I've got Smith Rowe at the moment as my fifth mid. Yeah. Then I've got Antonio, Henrique, John Kane.
0: Okay. Yeah. Great team. That. Any thoughts on that one, Josh? Any, any critiques you want to place on that? What team? was it? What was what was the back five again? Remind me. So
2: at the moment, I've got uh, Shaw, Aspie, Dallas, Holding and Phillips. And I've got Mendy and Forster as my keepers.
1: Uh, I love the Antonio pick. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like the idea of keeping him. Yeah, front three sound good. The defence is a little bit light in my opinion. Yeah. Just think, there's some it's amazing opportunities there at the
0: moment. Is, is what, yeah. what yeah. I was going to say as soon as you listed it, but then I wanted someone else to come in, and I just thought I'd uh, add that in there. You need TAA, right? Anyway, yeah. uh, I'm sure that will change, and you'll you'll get him in. Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, to be honest, I mean, the, the more I kind of look at it, the, the more I'm, I'm leaning towards getting rid of Bruno because with that team, I've got zero in the bank, so mm. that
1: you I on mean, my bench is really, really thin. Um, so I'd like to bolster that. So. Yeah. I think um, between now and the end of the season, it might it might actually. I know it's not worked this season so far, but it might actually be a little bit more viable to to rotate the big hitters a little bit, purely depending on captaincy. You know the likes of Bruno and Salah, and because there is some, I think you know Kane's a stay. You know, leave him, let him crack on, and you know move move some of those around in 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 midfield. Really, just because. There are some really, really nice fishes, and it's very difficult to own them all, of course. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. And you need TAA. I'm t- what I'm trying to do last season, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't own TAA at all. So this season, I'm trying to reverse that. See if that will change my luck towards the end of the season. Let's it. Let's hope it works. Yeah, it's all behind be the ice Okay, so with my team, I've got two transfers to make. I was going to bring in Jota for Basuma, like, and hold the extra transfer just so anything else happens for that game week 32. Just so I can move it around for that double. So I think it will be. Uh, Basuma out for for Jota, and then my captain's currently on Gundog. Who knows what will happen? We'll wait. Like like you, Josh, I think I'll I'll wait on what happens in those uh, Champions League games. I may actually bench Rafinha this week uh, against City, so that is in my thoughts. Okay, moving on to the FPL Surgery Patreon League. We won't do the public league this week because it hasn't updated, but we didn't announce the last three months winners of the Patreon League. So apologies for that. It wasn't my fault. It was Richard and Josh's. But uh, the winner for uh, January is uh, Matt Johns. So well done, Matt. The winner for February is Matthew Greco Bananos. The winner for March is AD Yokov. Uh, so well done to them three. Can you please get in contact with me and give me your address if I've if I've already got it? Then just remind me what I've already sent you and I'll send you something different. Let's move on to our differential picks. Abdul, who's your differential pick for the next game?
2: Yeah, so my differential pick is uh, Dannyings, and um, I actually picked him. I think uh, Josh will back me up on this. I picked him before Southampton's game today. I don't so <laughs> I'm not just I'm not just picking him because he because you hold today, but yeah, Danny Ings
0: Yeah, that's, you don't need any explanation for they've actually got some pretty good fixtures coming up as well. Mm. Josh,
1: I'm going for Mares. I had to pick a City option and I went for the one that I feel has got the best chance of missing out against Dortmund but playing against Leeds and he would be for me the dream ticket for that game Um, so fingers crossed he gets benched against Dortmund
0: yeah you can only hope Uh, My different is um, dictated by FPL Insider, who's been causing a right stir amongst uh, footballers and the analytical side, Jimenez transferred himself in this game week so I'm looking for Jimenez with their good fixtures and we obviously know what he does he scores nine points nearly every week doesn't he so he is my differential and I just hope he's back and he's going to play against West Ham then Fulham Sheffield United Burnley West Brom and score nine points in all of those games so bring him in 8.1 only 4.5% selected who are these That's that's
2: got that's got to be the best differential pick I've ever, if, I've ever if, if, he,
0: if he comes in uh, if that comes
2: in then yeah yeah,
0: oh, yeah you owe me a fiver yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool well thank you Abdul it's been great having you on just let us know where your twitter handle how to contact you
2: yeah so my, my twitter handle is fpl underscore salah it's pretty much the only place where I'm really active now uh, in terms of like kind of discussing fpl so yeah if you want to chat or follow me that's that's my handle
0: and it's all on fantasy football uh hub so if you want mm-hmm. to go there it's fantasyfootballhub.co.uk So if you could uh, please help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash FPL Surgery. Please join the FPL Surgery Podcast League. The code is 439HW9. Find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit and Twitter at FPL Surgery. Subscribe on iTunes and remember to rate the podcast. And if you can email me, it's FPL Surgery Podcast at gmail.com. And Josh, I think there's just one more thing to say.
1: I've just noticed what Rich has put on the po- on the schedule. I'm sorry I've got to mention this. Well done anyone who got Yotta in for Lookman this week. What a swap. Oh, wow. That's what anyway. Rich did anyway, yeah. Well done
0: Rich. No.
1: Love it. <laughs> anyway. Up the pod. Up the pod. Up the pod.
0: So I'm just going to give it a quick test. So <clears throat> just a quick test for me and just making sure it's coming through this mic and not this mic. And that'll be fine. Yeah, so Josh, just quick test for me, please.
1: One, two. Hello, one, two.
0: And Abdul, if you could tell me you love me.
1: Hello. Love your beard.
0: Oh, it's gone. Right. It's gone.
2: Okay. Um, sorry.